Hi guys, welcome to episode 8. Today I am with Hannah Matherly and she is my second cousin, right? Okay, she is from Alabama. She's actually the first non-teenager to be on the podcast, um, but she is visiting us from Alabama, so I had to have her on and include her because she's just so strong in her faith. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> but she also has a lot of wisdom since she is not a teenager. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old now. She's not that old. I'm 25. It's okay. 10 years apart. You ready to share your testimony? I am. Um, fun times. <laughs> All right. So, long story short, I was not raised in the church. So, neither of my parents went to church for real growing up. Um, her uncle um so while growing up they fought a lot and it was just not a very healthy environment to be in um so they got a divorce when i was in seventh grade and my dad was just insistent that we started going to church and we did and then in Alabama, um, a lot of churches go door to door and, or they'll go to people that have just visited. They'll start going to their house and visiting them. Um, so the pastor came to my house, I was in like ninth grade and he, he's like this super like boisterous military guy, super awesome. And, uh, he prayed the prayer of salvation with me. I prayed um, but it didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So I always call it fake saved. So I got fake saved in ninth grade. Um, but it, nothing in my heart was changed. Um, and I just kept living, thought that I was just this good Christian girl. I was going to church every time the doors were open, Wednesdays, Sundays, and Sunday nights. Um, but like I said, nothing changed. And then I was still like doing dumb stuff, uh, drinking and smoking weed, not, not good things. I know, I know, um, I Madison didn't know, didn't know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I knew there'd be some surprises in this, um, but thankfully my youth pastor, awesome dude, got really close with me, um, had a friend that was very, consistent in the church and I got really involved and the Lord just kept tugging on my heart then finally my junior year um, the actual heart change happened and uh, we're at a D now which is discipleship now and uh, he was preaching on Luke 9 57 through 62 and uh, I just felt the Holy Spirit come into my heart and it was the most joyous feeling I've ever had and it was awesome um, since then, of course, I've continued to sin, um, but the cool thing about it is that it's a slow process. You don't have to come to Christ healed. You don't mm -hmm. have to come to him fully fixed. So I felt good. I, I mean, I grew relationships. I gained mentors and friends and stuff like that that pointed me to Jesus. I have lifelong friends because of it now. Um, that's awesome. It is. It's very nice. And 
um, college wasn't the easiest time for me, um, especially because COVID happened and everything shut down, including the churches. But um, thankfully, God has continued to reel me back in. It's one of those things where you keep hearing the nudge, you hear mm-hmm. him whisper, and then the whisper gets louder, it turns into a roar, and you still don't listen, and he'll kind of push you down, he'll force you to bow, and I'm very blessed to say that God continues to do that for me, so it's nice. I like that phrase, forces yeah. to bow you down. I think your testimony is just like a prime example of how God's always pursuing us, and we just have to pursue him back. Oh, for sure. Um, just like any relationship, you have to have the contact too. The more you try, the better your relationship's going to get with God, and it's going to be easier to resist the temptation. So, so good. So good. So good. So the first question I want to ask you is, what exactly does it mean to be content in your singleness? Um, I think it's just where you are in life. You mm-hmm. have to be content where God has you placed. He's not going to set you up for anything that he's going to make you fail at, if that makes sense. If a failure's there, something happens, it's supposed to happen. So, Very good point. Yeah, yeah. so being content is not solely yearning for a relationship. Um, the Bible tells us that he'll give us our desires if they're within him, but his will is priority. Um Whatever is in his will is best for us. So Amen. He's always a good God. Mm-hmm. And through the hard time, our favorite verse, Romans 8.18. It's up there. Um, it's in that. Um, you know, the pain that you're suffering is nothing compo- compared to the joy that will come. Mm-hmm. Um, and our joy isn't meant to be on this earth. It's meant to be in heaven. So yeah. even if you live through life single, it's okay. Because... Our sole purpose is to serve him. For sure. So. Yeah. Did it, was it Paul who said that like so. being single is better than being married? Yes. Yeah. If you can stay single, be single uh, is what he says. If then, that's in God's plan. Yes. Yeah. I mean, God also, God said for that man needed a partner and that's why he made Eve. So it is also not sinful to be married either i mean right. it's, it is good um so it all of these things are a part of your walk with christ and everybody has a different walk because everybody's different god didn't mm-hmm. want us to all be robots and be the same right obviously obviously uh, why is being content important in our walk with god and in our faith um i don't know it's kind of one of those questions that it sounds so simple, mm-hmm. and but it's so hard to live. Um, it's I wrote it down. It's because we commonly overlook why God has us in the situation that we're in, because we're chasing what we want right. so bad. Yeah, for sure. We lack nothing um, because we have God. Right. That's good. Whenever I wrote that, I thought, um, like, if you're not content where you are, you're not fully trusting God. Definitely. Um, A lot of times we feel like we're trusting him, but we're Mm -hmm. not. We're solely trusting ourselves. And we're going to fail every single time if we trust ourselves. And don't lean on him. 
How do you stay content and not let the enemy get to you? Um, I do what the Bible tells us to do. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> but, I mean, see, following Jesus, it tells us that we're, the world's going to hate you. Mm-hmm. It tells us that it's going to be hard. And it is. But definitely leaning on him, trusting him, praying. It tells you to pray without ceasing. Um Read the Bible. Get your quiet time in. It's all these simple tasks. And a lot of times we say, oh, I'm too busy. I, I didn't want to wake up early. I didn't want to go to sleep later. But if you're not getting your quiet time in, then you're not getting God in. And you're not giving him the time of day. So a lot of times you need to take an inventory of your life. And, like, you know, you can write down, like, what have I done? And mm-hmm. if you look at how many hours you spend scrolling on your phone, realize that you didn't do anything with that time, that you could have spent it with God. Mm-hmm. And then you question, why am I so weak? Why am I right. not able to go through these things? Well, you're not leaning on him. And also having friends that keep you accountable. That is so important. So, so, so important. Yeah. Um, I was recently convicted of the spending more time scrolling on my phone than being in my words. So I deleted my personal TikTok account. I need the podcast one just to post on Tuesdays, but I've been deleting it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I just felt really, really guilty and bad because, you know, I wasn't putting him first in every aspect of my life because mm-hmm. I was prioritizing um, being on my phone or doing whatever else. And that's not how it should be yeah I mean a lot of times I don't go to school anymore but I work so I don't want to wake up early for work Mm -hmm. and then get home from work and I just want to release I want to relax but we're supposed to find our rest in God Mm -hmm. so that spending an extra 30 minutes that you could be resting like laying down just being a couch potato you can send it at a desk spend it at a desk and Read the Bible. I mean, it takes five minutes to look at a devotion on your phone. I think, like, you don't have to sit at a desk to, like, get in the Word. Like, because most of the time I'm in my bed. Because I get up in the morning and I'm just like, I'm just going to stay here, but I'm going to read. Very true. It was an example. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, definitely. You can can get into the Word anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Even, you know, in school... I was very busy, very active. So, Chris, as a student, especially because that's most of your mm-hmm. people, like, in a car ride, um, taking the time to worship, uh, turning mm-hmm. on worship music instead of modern day rap or even country and stuff. I don't think a lot of people realize how important worship is. I didn't until like not too long ago, but like. Again, every aspect of yes. your life, God needs to be number one. Yeah. What you put into your body mm-hmm. is what comes out. Um, yeah. And, you know, they always tell us that with food, but it's mm-hmm. with words and music, too. For uh, sure. I noticed that I get more reactionary um, in a negative way when I listen to certain music all the time. Um, so... Even, and I always use the excuse, like, when I'm working out or something mm-hmm. like that, I need like modern-day rap music yeah. to get 
to get me there, but we have a lot of great Christian rappers mm-hmm. that you can listen to. Um, not just Lecrae, right. not just Andy Mineo, but there's a lot of good rappers out there mm-hmm. too. So the spectrum of artists is getting broader and broader. I also heard, I should probably fact check this, I don't know if you know, but um, like the gift that God gave the devil and he was an angel was music. So that's, like, the industry that he especially attacks because that's what he knows. That would definitely make sense. Yeah. I mean, you see what's happening at music festivals mm-hmm. and um, just, I mean, regular concerts now. And yeah. Music and, videos. Yeah. And... Was it Travis Scott where the people died at his concert? Yeah. I mean, that happens everywhere. Right. But. Especially um, nowadays. Yeah. Crazy world. We're kind of getting off topic. I think what you put into your head is what's going to come out, but also an aspect of, like, what you aren't feeding your soul. Like, if you're not feeding the word, then the enemy is going to, like, get to you easier, and it's going to be easier to attack your desires and your flesh of wanting a relationship or not being content where you are right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's easy when you are desiring a relationship so bad, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get the wrong one that yeah that is so true um are there any pieces of scripture that help reassure you yeah um i've got them on my handy dandy (laughs) cellular uh screenshots because that's how we work nowadays that is how Um, we work nowadays so just to start off uh i love psalms anything Mm -hmm. with the psalms are beautiful um and they're so deep because they're from a time of just hiding with David in a lot of ways. Um, like Psalm 23, it's believed that he was in hiding while king and he was looking back on his time as a shepherd. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's not <laughs> proven. Bible scholars <laughs> believe it. Theologians. Um, Is that how you say that word? Theologians. There you go. You're close. Um, but Psalm one nineteen, ten says, "With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments." That is so good. I haven't I haven't read um Psalms, but that is good. I like yeah. that. Um, that's the cool thing about David, and really a lot of Bible heroes is, they had such sinful times in their lives, but, they still, chased God because He chased them so thoroughly. Um, and then just jump in because it's going to be rapid fire with these verses. Um, Romans is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Mine too. Top three for sure. Oh, definitely love some Job too. Um, I thought it was before I was a Christian, I thought it was a job. I was like, (laughs) who would name a book job? (laughs) But, uh, Romans 12, one and two. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, with which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That pretty much answers it all. Right. Um, that is good. Live in his will and be happy to live there. I love that. Yeah, he does it for our good, too, and his purpose. Right. Um, Because he wants what's best for us. He does. And he knows 
more than we do. Like, the plan that we come up with in our heads, like, doesn't even compare to how good his plan is for us. We don't know. We're not all-knowing like he is. Our plan would be shattered so easily. Um, Mm -hmm. Just immediately. Yeah. Um, We have no way of really making that plan happen. Right. Without him making it for us. Right. Because he sees things, he hears things that we don't. And And it was planned before any of this happened. He knew. He did. Uh, I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. Okay, we're off something again. Keep going. No, sorry. That's the cool thing about podcasts. <laughs> uh, Matthew six thirty three. But seek ooh, but seek first his kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Um, God tells us that he will give us our desires. I mean, I said that before, and we just have to trust that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to seek him first in order to get those. We can't live in this world of cultural Christianity and say that we're a Christian and expect our desires to be given to us if we're not even living for him. That's good. There's a lot of lukewarm going on, (laughs) and I don't believe that most people realize that lukewarm is a dangerous area to be in. Like, it's a yes or no. There's no maybe, there's no in-between. Right. It's... Right. I'm I'm all about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I referee basketball. I'm the one you yell at. Um, but I want to do it for a living. So, like, I definitely support devoting yourself to sports in a way. But there's so many times where we say we're Christians, but our number one is the sport that we play. Um, yes, you put your identity in mm-hmm. the sports or in a certain relationship or in whatever else you're doing and mm-hmm. not in God. Yeah, no matter how old you get, or that's not what I'm trying to say. It is kind of. At some point, you will stop playing that sport. You will not find joy like you do now. As a teenager, a lot of people really, like, stick with that as their identity, Mm -hmm. and they have nothing else. But there are a very few percentage of people that go to college to play sports and then are successful and even a smaller percentage that play in the pros and as women we don't really have that option in a lot of sports too um so it hit me quicker is that reality is like why am i finding so much happiness because it's not true joy so much happiness in a sport that can give me nothing Mm -hmm. but if i find my joy in Jesus, I have everything. Yeah. It's crazy. It's great. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Psalm 23.1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Um, it doesn't talk about like wanting in a way of like food or anything, but it's wanting means lack in the Bible a lot of times. Okay. So I shall not lack is another good way to put it. Um, we're not going to lack anything if we're in the Lord we need him like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we don't need anything of this world right so he's not of this world right and he is our bread like yeah. Jesus is our bread we shall feast on the Bible um, our soul hungers for him the straight bread. facts <laughs> straight facts speak them. straight facts um, okay 
Is that all the... Two more. Two more? Okay. Yeah. Then Ecclesiastes uh, 1 says... Or Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Uh, That's good. That's so true. Straight up telling us, like, there's, there's a time... For when God has you with someone. If you desire yeah. that, like, there's a time for it. That's good. My timing That's would good. be trash. If I would have gotten married <laughs> at 20, mm-hmm. I I would have ran them off by now. <laughs> um, and then probably one of my favorite, it's like a almost a life verse. I quote it all the time when talking about not understanding. And it's a good way, like, it's... Just to, I don't get why God is doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my de- ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Well, that is convicting. Yeah. Um, we don't know everything. No. Nope. You think um, we do, but we don't. Yeah. I feel like I do all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm right. In reality, a lot of times I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So, well, I liked those pieces of scripture. I haven't really dug into those books of the Bible either. I have like Romans and Matthew, but I like those. I hadn't heard those before. Yeah. Really, like correlates. Is that the right word? It is. We're gonna pretend like it is. Okay. <laughs> Next question: <laughs> Why is the godly relationship worth waiting for? Um, because, one, when you're not in godly relationships, you're, a lot of times you're trying to fill a void mm. that is there, and yeah. you think that this person is going to give you the answers, when in reality only God can fill that void. Um, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being in a relationship that isn't worthwhile is only going to make you hurt, and make you hurt your future relationships and then you have a possibility of really messing up the good ones Mm -hmm. um just hurting your faith in general yeah like i think it goes back to the importance of community and being like-minded and equally yoked because it impacts like it makes or breaks your faith it does i've said that every single episode but that's how important it is people yeah that's how important it is and i mean god's plan Mm -hmm. like Shout out to Drake for the <laughs> great song name. But it's God's plan. Like, just trust it. And it's also respect for, to your future spouse. Um, the Bible tells you that when you're married, you become one. Um, mm-hmm. And that is sexually. And it, the having sex outside of marriage. And it's a huge temptation once it gets started. And it will totally drain your soul and it'll drain you and it'll leave attachments with people and it's not healthy for you and just giving that to somebody and then you can't give your husband everything Mm. and that's a big deal that's good yeah because to god sex is marriage so if you have had sex with multiple people you're married to multiple people and that's adultery and i mean it hurts you mm-hmm. way deeper. Um, mm-hmm. You you can't just do that stuff without feelings and attachments. Like right. it's supposed to be so intimate for a reason, and intimacy necessarily 
isn't necessarily physicality, but that kind of intimacy will create a void in your marriage mm. and saving yourself for a godly person and waiting for marriage is just that much more important. I love the idea of marriage and like it is my dream to get married and have a bunch of babies. So I've done a bunch of like Bible studies and like devotionals about like kingdom marriage um, and like the way God has designed it and like the way that he's like crafted it and created it is just so amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even, that's just like a whole nother episode. I feel like it has yeah. to be, but it is just, it's beautiful. So wonderful. Yes. It's, it's beautiful. genuinely beautiful. Being able to serve the Lord with someone mm-hmm. is magical. And also somebody having somebody that can lead you in him and may even know, you know, you're teaching and you're making each other better people Mm -hmm. yeah and that's it's a desire that we all naturally have because it's so beautiful and so like it's not all rainbows and butterflies you're gonna have conflict um nothing shameless plug reading the meaning of marriage by tim keller was one of the best books I've ever read you don't have to be married to read it you don't have to be in a relationship to read it I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> it's top notch. It's. I think yeah. you saying that relationships relationships aren't always just rainbow butterflies. Um, they have hardships. Goes back to Christianity. Like being a Christian doesn't mean that all your problems and hardships go away. It just makes you. It just makes it easier for you to handle them because you're handling them with God yeah. and you're putting everything onto Him and He just helping you. It says we will be hated yeah. to follow Him. And to share him, but it's worth it. It is worth it. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, keep being the light. It's going to be hard. High school's hard. Um, but do it. It's no matter what anybody says, do it. And keep your high standards. Keep waiting. It'll all be worth it. In high school and college, people are going to act like you're not cool. Or, oh my gosh, you haven't done that but that's okay it's so worth it the Mm -hmm. and also find a couple outside of your family that's within the church um like a young married couple because i know that's what you desire to be married young Mm -hmm. um find somebody that can lead you the wife and of course naturally you'll grow a relationship with the husband and wife together Mm -hmm. and you'll get to really learn from them i'm thankful my youth pastor um he's like 21 maybe 22 but his wife disciples me and they got married at 2021 and like I've known them whenever they got married and it's just I just like looking up to them but also I have a cousin who I ask marriage questions too because she got married when she was 20 that's awesome yeah yeah keep those relationships um build them and you'll get to see them because, of course, you don't get to see your parents go through the having children right. and stuff like that. Right. You were that child. So <laughs> We have had so many problems with the camera and the audio and everything. So now we're just on my phone because the internet is attaching us. Yes. Okay. Thankfully, yeah. all we have to do is pray now. So would you like yes. to pray or would you like for me to? I'll pray. Okay. Right. Dear Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for the conversation, the joy, and the laughter that has come out of it through you, Lord. Um, I thank you for Madison. Her heart for you is tremendous. I pray that the fire will just stay alive and stay strong. 
I ask that you would guide her and lead her through all of the hard times that could possibly come just from following you and what high school brings along. Lord, thank you for her being my family. Um, thank you for giving her this ability to create for you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.